At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Minnesota Tim podcast. Thank you all for listening. Rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, this is a special day because the Minnesota Vikings season is just a few weeks away. And today, it is tradition. Every single year, we do the same thing. It is time for a segment that he came up with. Favorable, formidable, and 50-50. Jacob Wandersee, JJ underscore Wando, is joining the Minnesota Tim podcast. He is back, ready for Minnesota Vikings season. Jacob, thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. There's no other way to say it. Good, good. I'm glad you feel that way. Um, Something that we need to talk about right off the bat is your newly contested title in volleyball, sand volleyball to be exact, at Mm -hmm. the Hollywood Sports Complex. And let me just make a comment real quick. Since you are the champions, Mm -hmm. how did Mark Sanquist stay composed enough to win a championship. Well, yeah, there was one. I'll admit there was one game of uh, of uh, tribulation. Maybe yes. is the way to say it. Um, we won our first. We were the one seed. We had a good regular season. Finished out with the division title. Um, won our first couple of games pretty easily. And then we had a matchup with Melissa Jopp, which I don't yes. know how familiar you are. They, they never lose. They yeah, were that's undefeated why again that was going to be my next question. How did you get past Melissa Jopp photography? We got yeah. Shelby J photography versus mm-hmm. Melissa Jopp photography, head-to-head, mono-e-mono. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was in the, the game to get to the finals, because it's double lib. So if you beat the, our matchup, you know, you'd have to get beat twice in the championship. So a big game to win, right? Huge. And we come out and we had kind of a long break. It was like a two hour break and thought we felt good. We, we played well all morning and all afternoon. And they came out and just absolutely kicked our can. I think we lost game one, like 25 to 12. This is Melissa Jop photography. Melissa Jop, game wow. one. Yep. Wow, what a and comeback. And things were testy. I mean, yes. there was, I mean, a lot of the points we, for some reason that game, we randomly, we served like six serves or seven serves just straight out of bounds. And so that was one area on where Mark, Mark was getting feisty. Yeah, he was on getting feisty stairs. at everybody. Yeah. Mark um, has a but, lack of composure historically. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't, yeah, say, you that. didn't say it. You didn't say it. He was fired up by our own mistakes and he was trying to help us, you know, improve. Yeah. That's how I would word it. Okay. Um, and then game two, I'd, other than just make, we actually served it inbounds finally. 
Yeah. But we On won game stairs, two. Got to get rid of those. That, those are got massive. rid of those. Yeah. One game two, like 25. It was similar. Like 25-15, we won. Wow. Something like that. Just absolute. Just played perfectly. And then game three is only to 15. So it was tight. Um, it was, I'm trying to think. It was like nine to seven. We were winning. And then we had a nice run and won like 15 to like 11 or something like that or 12. So then made it to the championship, had to wait like four hours or something like that. Three hours, 9.45 PM after our first game was at 10.20 played Drew's, which I, again, I don't know if you remember, they, they're kind of our rival. They're on the same night as us. They beat us last year. Um, we've beaten them before. It's usually pretty 50, 50. We kind of beat them up the first game. They beat us up the second game and then game three. It was a tight one down the stretch. We were actually losing like six to 10. Wow. And your boy, me, ended up in the front row, which is not my strong suit. Not at all. You know, I'm more of a back row player, server, setter even. I just don't hit it very hard. Um, But I was just placing the ball. I was like the Kembe Matumbo, just like tipping it. Mm, Yes. Giving them the finger too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the finger wag was in play. Yeah. And so we came back and it wasn't just me, of course. And exaggerating a lot, but I did have a nice run in the front row, which saved us a little bit. Um, cause normally we go on runs with Mark and Dan are in the front row. Cause they are heavy hitters. Yeah. But yeah. And then we won 15 to like 13 or 12, 13, hmm. I think. So, wow, that's great. Nail biter. So we All didn't right. even lose a match. So anyway, yeah, too much volleyball, but that's the story. $400 Richard. Let's go. So that's a review of Jacob, a new champion in the volleyball world congratulations again jacob the world congratulates you on your what your second or third championship victory the second yeah we've gotten second once or twice third once or twice when you i mean i couldn't help but notice when you subbed for us we got fourth um (laughs) but that's neither here nor there i got a lot of crap for subbing in from you because apparently i was very emotional I had very high expectations. I knew that you guys were prior champions in the event. So when Mm -hmm. I teamed up with you guys last year, I thought, well, we've got a chance here. And when it really didn't go that way, I started getting a little emotional and someone made fun of me from the sidelines. They're like, Tim, you need to haul it in. You need to, you need to act mature on the court. Cause there was this one time where one of the, girls on your team cut me off and I was about to bump it up perfectly to you. And I was like, what in the world? You would never lose your composure. I am pretty composed. And no, I didn't say anything. I didn't yell. I didn't make any gestures with my hands, but I had Mm -hmm. like this look on my face, like, Whoa, what's going on here? Well, and we know you're notorious for having a very clean mouth and like open gym basketball. (laughs) So well, yeah, when people cut where they're supposed to, when people hustle like they're supposed to, when people play defense, you're there clapping them on the back and That's giving true. them positive reinforcement. I do even do that. if they don't hustle or if they oh, don't. Oh, even if they don't. Oh, I thought you said if even I'm if saying they did. I did. I meant you, but I was going with the all situations. Ah, uh, yes. Even so, I you mean, do. You're a positive guy when everything's positive, but you know, guy throws it off the wall. You know, maybe a guy pulls up from the red line. <laughs> well, when it's nine to nine and the game is on the line, I'm not here to lose. Okay. And if yeah, you pull fair. up from the red line or th- 
throw a full court pass just to get intercepted by Bruce, there's going to be an F bomb that might fly. Yeah. Now, I feel like we've I'm a all been man. I, you know, I've got a daughter now, married. I haven't played open gym basketball in forever. So I feel like if I went back to the courts, you're a new man. I might be a new man. I'm a man of appreciation these days. Okay. Well, I'll we'll have, have to, to test that sometime. There. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. When, uh, you know, you, 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 you think that you could come with this mental approach, but, you know, once you get down there and all bets There's are some off. days, some days where you, things just aren't clicking. That is for sure. All bets are off. Okay, so it's time for favorable, formidable, and 50-50, the Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. schedule, the season predictions with Jake, JJ underscore Wando. Jake's takes Minnesota Tim. We're back. Week one at home versus Green Bay, 325 game. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, your predictions. Green Bay lost Devontae Adams, but they have a good yep. defense. Favorable, formidable, or 50-50? This one I marked as a 50-50. Mm-hmm. Okay. For a couple couple reasons. One, um, home. That always helps, right? Yep. Pretty much every home game versus Green Bay is almost going to be a 50-50. Mm-hmm. Unless Green Bay is really, really good. And the other thing, I think we're catching them at a good time, which is week one, where they have... He has to work with basically four new receivers. Yes. and Well, three kind of, if you count Randall Cobb as being relevant. But basically, it's Al Lazard and then some rookies and some has-beens. So I think if you're going to, by the end of the season, like week 17 at Green Bay, we all know what that's going to be in the favorable, formidable, or 50-50 matchup. Yeah. But week one at home, everybody's juiced up. New offense, unproven uh, Packer offense. I have that as a 50-50, and I think it would be fair to lean, you know, either way. And since we're Vikings fans, leaning Minnesota is not unheard of. So 50-50 for me. I'm sensing a new regime here in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I'm sensing a wonderful season. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say favorable in week one at home versus now. One of my concerns is the Minnesota Vikings defense, but one of the mm-hmm. Packers concerns is the Packers wide receivers. Now, mm-hmm. specifically on the defensive end, the cornerbacks, Cameron Dantzler, um, Patrick Peterson, Andrew mm-hmm. Booth Jr. That trio isn't elite. So uh, Aaron Rodgers has the potential possibility to carve that up. But the Vikings mm-hmm. defensive line in the 3-4 defense with Mm-hmm. Daniel Hunter and Zadarius Smith wants his revenge against the Packers, right? I'm going to say, say he's going to be fired Vikings, up. Yes, he will be. I'm going to say the Vikings defensive line carries the Vikings to a win in that game. So Vikings are 1-0 and at home versus Green Bay. Week 2 at Philadelphia, Monday night, ABC 730, favorable, formidable, or 50-50? So this is another one I have is 50-50. Um, wow, you're just delivering the, the, the hot takes today. <laughs> hot take. I mean, so the Eagles are kind of a hot team in the betting community to that they think the Eagles are going to kind of take a sneaky step forward. Um, they had A.J. Brown. A lot of people are on Jalen Hurts this year for fantasy saying he's going to take a big step. Um, so the Eagles are definitely kind of an up-and-coming team in that regard. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they're still not. I still think the Vikings are on the similar level. Obviously, the Monday night football aspect of it does make it challenging. That's why I was teetering between formidable and 50-50. I just yeah. don't know that Philly's going to be that 
good. Maybe it should be formidable just because of the, uh, the, the mental scars factor. that the Monday night factor. And just the last time or one of the last times, I don't remember if we in between, but the, you know, NFC championship game at Philly, like there's just some, probably some bad vibes. Yeah. I know the guys mm-hmm. are different, but you know how it goes. Yeah. So maybe that's more of a formidable game, but it's not a unwinnable game. Like Philly's going to be a solid team, a couple of games above 500, which is, I think where the Vikings might end up. So I think it's on a neutral field. They're two even teams at Monday night or at Philly Monday night. Sure. 50, 50 slash leaning formidable. Okay. I'll lean formidable on that one. So on the road at Philadelphia, Monday night, uh, Philadelphia is a tough place to play. Yeah. And coming off the high beating green Bay, you have an extra day to prepare, but you're one to know you're going on the road at Philadelphia. I'll say formidable in that one. I think they have a okay. good defense. I don't know much about the Eagles. Jalen hurts, you know, not the most accurate throw over the ball, but he's someone mm-hmm. that can get out into the open field and make plays with his feet. And we know how the Vikings play against quarterbacks that are tough to tackle. They do not have a good history in that category, regardless of who's on the defense. How about we tackle, we can almost tackle these next three as I go. One big group here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Week three at home versus Detroit week four at home Mm -hmm. versus new Orleans and week five at home versus the bears. Favorable, formidable or 50, 50. Yep. And that Saints game is in London, right? That's the oh, London, London game this year. Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. So it's a neutral site. So it's, yeah, perfect. So, I mean, Verse Lions doesn't really need to go into that. That's favorable. They're rebuilding. They might be peskier than in previous years, I think. Um, Campbell, Coach Campbell's got them fired up. But at the end of the day, they're, they're rolling Jared Goff out there. Um, you know, you should win that game at home. That's really no questions about it. Even if they are a little peskier than normal mm-hmm. versus the saints, similar where it's, they're a solid, de- solid enough defense. They're bringing back Michael Thomas. Maybe otherwise they're relying on Jarvis Landry and a rookie receiver in Chris Olave. Jameis Winston is your starting quarterback. So how good can you do with Jameis Winston as your quarterback? You could be okay. But again, I would think the Vikings should win that one mm-hmm. um, in London. Helps that it's not in New Orleans. And versus the Bears. I mean, again, they're rolling out Justin Fields one year after, you know, his sophomore is into his sophomore season. Like you talked about tackling scrambling quarterbacks, gives the Vikings some fits, but he can't throw accurately to save his life. Um, other than Darnell Mooney, they got nobody on offense really either. Defense should be okay, but again, at home, if you're losing even one out of those three, you're probably not getting where you need to go. So I think all three of those are favorable. Yeah. I will say favorable for the Lions, favorable for New Orleans, and Mm -hmm. favorable for the Bears. So I agree with you if I'm just looking at the schedule. But when I think about the Minnesota Vikings, they will (laughs) lose one of those three games. And I'm anticipating it to be against the New Orleans Saints in London, Mm-hmm. Um, Jameis Winston coming off an ACL injury. So, and he's not, you know, some quarterback that you should fear, but I'm not necessarily fearing Jameis Winston more so than I'm mm-hmm. fearing the game in London. I could see the Vikings yep. completely laying an egg in that game. So I will say the Vikings come out of that three game stretch, two and one 
So at that point of the season, I'll have the Minnesota Vikings at three and two, and then going to week six at Miami to uh, take a Tagovailoa. 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 Yes. Close enough. What do you got? I will say, man, that's tough. It is a tough one. That is a tough one because we don't know have, what two is going to be. I will say favorable. Screw it. The Vikings are going to be four and two entering the bye week. Nice. I have it as a 50 50, but I do think that's a 50 50 game they win. Where, you know, like I've, like I said earlier, Philly, I have Philly as a 50 50 game that they lose. I think Miami is a 50 50 they win. They'll be better, obviously, uh, adding Tyree Kale and adding some running backs because they had nobody last year. They should be better. But mm-hmm. at the, it's, again, it comes out to quarterback play so often. And I don't know that Tua is going to take this step forward where suddenly he's dominating a game. You know, I think the Vikings should be able to handle that. So as long as they can move the ball, they'll be fine. So, yeah. and I, at Miami is not a dangerous place to play like Philly is or like Green Bay is or New Orleans is. Um, for sure. You know, Miami is a pretty safe place to play in terms of crowd effect and field and everything. So I think that'll be a close game. But I do yep. think the Vikings will somehow pull it out. The Vikings, the Dolphins, besides two on offense, I mean that's a big question mark. But they have offensive weapons outside of Tyreek Hill too. So uh, mm-hmm. new head coach, new system. Uh, I'll say the Vikings somehow pull it out. Week seven by week, favorable. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what do you do? You agree or disagree on that? I'll agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So going into the bye week, I have the Vikings four and two. And you have the Minnesota Vikings five and one, five and one. Mm-hmm. Even the, I mean, you had like three 50 fifties in there. Are you sure you can count them as five and one? Yep. I have, you'll see, I have some other 50, 50 ones that turn south quick, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I, cause, cause they could beat the Packers in the middle and lose to Philly. That's, that's two out of, I mean, you can't go 50, 50 on three games. So you know, I have to skew one way or another. I thought I was very positive about the Vikings four and two, and you are over here five and one. Wow. Make hey, you'll, it look bad. you'll see. You'll see. Oh, just wait for it. Just Week wait. eight at home versus Arizona. Haley and I are going to this game. Kyler oh. Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, because of the factor that will be there. It's a huge factor. Extra crowd noise, extra excitement. Mm-hmm. The Vikings are going to feed off of my energy and Haley's energy. I'm going to say that's a favorable Vikings are five and two. So Arizona. Yep. I have as a 50, 50 game. That's a L. Oh, cause I think, uh, I got to think cause Deandre Hopkins should be back from his suspension and he'll be kind of into the, cause he has a six game suspension. Mm-hmm. So he should be good to go and he should be finding his rhythm. They added Hollywood Brown. Their offense should be, Theoretically, even better than last year. Um, and the defense is solid enough that they keep them in the games, at least. We all saw how the Arizona game went last year. Mm-hmm. Um, On the uh, road, though. Greg Joseph revenge it's, game. It's home now, which is great. But I just, I, Kyler has some magic. I, the only thing holding them back seems to be their head coach. But I think they have enough firepower to take the Vikings out and ruin your guys' date night. Sure. Or date day. Uh, so I have that you. as a loss. Screw you. Week nine versus the Washington football team. Now the Washington commanders, Carson Wentz, but they have a good defense. I will say formidable. 
Formidable. Interesting. So you yeah. think that Washington's good enough to be a formidable opponent? I do. On the road, I think their defense is legit. I think the Washington football team somehow defeats the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. I am as favorable with the win. I'm just not scared of Carson Wentz. Mm. And they just don't have a lot going on. They, Terry McLaurin's a good weapon, but that's about it. Um, they don't have a tight end. Their running back room is kind of that, oh, we have three great guys, which probably usually means you don't really have any. Um, you know, Pete Carroll saying that he has two number one quarterbacks when it's Geno Smith and Drew Locke, that sort of thing. Um, so I have that as a win. Carson Wentz doesn't scare me, even at Washington. Not worried about it, but I'm sure we'll lose anyway. Favorable, formidable, or 50-50, Kirk Cousins has an MVP-type season. I would, that's formidable. <laughs> really? Meaning, meaning it's very unlikely, yeah. I think, is if we're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, because even if he has O'Connell oh, touchdowns, you got the tall Sean McVay coming. He can put up 40 touchdowns, but the Vikings aren't ever going to be, you know, they're not going to be 15 and two or 14 and three with that gaudy record that makes the kind of the national media mm. pay attention to that, you know? Yeah. Yep. So he might, he, he might have a quiet 40 touchdowns, but there's going to be four or five other quarterbacks that have it as well with better records. And people don't like Kirk cousins. They don't like voting for him. They don't like admitting that he can be good sometimes. So I, I yeah, MVP, I would save your money. Don't bet. <laughs> I would bet on it. I, I, Kirk cousins is a tricky MVP candidate for me this year. Okay. Um, so after week nine, I have the Vikings five and three. And you have the Vikings six and two week yep. 10 at Buffalo. I think that's going to be a formidable for the both of us. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's an, uh, yeah. Easy, easy loss, easy loss. Yeah. That's not, a lot, not a lot to say. I mean, the Buffalo is one of the, they are the super bowl favorite plus 600 on uh FanDuel. So I'm going to take that one. Yeah. Are you betting Buffalo to be the super bowl favorite? Well, I, it wouldn't be a bad bet. I think they're the best team, or at mm-hmm. least definitely close to the best team. Um, they just have to get through the Chiefs every year, and then maybe the Chargers too. But yeah, I think they're definitely the favorite for the next couple of years, unless they really screw things up. Yeah, I think they're going to screw things up. I don't think they're going to be a bad team, but I don't think they're going to be as elite as everyone expects them to be. I think they're going to have okay. some shocking losses this year, but they will not have a shocking loss against the Vikings. <laughs> Uh, nope, week I agree. 11 at home versus the Dallas Cowboys. I will say favorable. I have 50-50 and I have us taking a fat L. What? Hmm? The Dallas Cowboys backup quarterback. Is he going to come in again and defeat <laughs> the Vikings? The, the, yeah, the third, whatever that, yeah. Third what was his name? Guy, Does, I mean, it doesn't even matter what his name was. Which that's almost... More to the point that no one knows what his name is. Why is the this formidable Alaska. against the Dallas Cowboys? I, 50-50, not formidable. I just have a okay. 50-50. Okay. And one of my, I, again, the Cowboys offense is, uh, they were the number one offense last year. I know they, uh, they lost Amari Cooper and are hoping Michael Gallup gets back by week 11. He will be back. Um, they have two running backs that perhaps make the best running back room in the uh, NFL or at least definitely close between Pollard and Zeke. So I just don't know the Vikings are going to be able to hang. I mean, it'll be a, a sprint scoring in the thirties probably. And I just don't know that the Vikings will hang. It'll be a close game. I'm not saying that Dallas is not a world beater, but they are definitely, I think 
even in, even enough with the Vikings and have a better offense. So uh-huh. I give the edge to them. Wow. I would say the Vikings have a way better offense than Dallas Cowboys, especially after okay. losing Amari Cooper. I mean, they got CD lamb. They lost Wilson yep. to the dolphins. They got yep. Dak Prescott and CD lamb and Zeke isn't someone to be afraid of. Yeah. Well, he was playing with a partially torn was a PCL the entire year last year. So wow, he's back that's just an excuse for his crappy yeah. play. You are right, though. I mean, it could turn south for them with their receiving room. You know, all of a sudden, if C.D. Lamb's the only guy they have, you know, it's they're they're kind of playing a high risk, high reward game. Mind changing your mind? No, no. Okay. Sorry. Right. Week twelve at home <laughs> versus the New England Patriots. I will say Thursday game. It is Thanksgiving. Yep. Ba- oh, Thanksgiving Day. It's Thanksgiving okay. night. Yep. Thanksgiving night. Okay, I will say. Um, Favorable in that one. So at that point in the season, I have the Vikings at seven and four. Okay. I have it as 50 50 and I have an L. I just feel like the Vikings, mm. I could look, they don't beat Bill Belichick even home Three at New England. Straight doesn't losses. Matter. Wow. Mm-hmm. I told you it's going to get sour quick. <laughs> yeah. Cause they, I have a losing three out of four. And, uh, but then there's another nice part of the schedule there. So yeah, you'll, it'll get a little better. But, it's softer, but okay. yeah, Mac, Mac Jones will take a step up. Bill Belichick always figures out how to stop us. You know, it'll be a close game, but you know, looking at 17, 14, and maybe it's a game winning field goal kind of thing. Sure. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, yeah. Week 13 versus the New York Jets. I will say favorable again. So at this point of the season, I have mm-hmm. the Vikings eight and four. Yep. That's an easy one. Favorable. Um, Probably be uh, Will, Zach Wilson back, but it doesn't really matter. Their own receivers are saying Joe Flacco's better, and Joe Flacco's 40 and washed. So it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. The Jets are still bottom of the NFL. Yeah. So at that point in the season, I have the Vikings at 8-4. and four. You have the Vikings at what? I lost track. One, two, three, four, five, six... Seven and five, then? Yeah. Seven and Must five. Be. Mr. Negativity over here. Okay. <laughs> you were just praising me about how I was so positive. Well, you completely changed my mind. I mean, well, yeah, I... the Vikings beating the Dolphins and the Eagles mm-hmm. and the Washington football team and the Buffalo Bills. I'm kidding. You didn't have them beating all those guys, but you were very positive <laughs> no. early on in the schedule. And I mean, you warned me, you told me it's going to get sour, but. Wow, yeah. I, I, I did not see this direct turn back-to-back home losses against the Dallas Cowboys and New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you called me out for predicting formidable against the Carson Wentz Washington Commanders. I don't know. I, it's more of a hot take that the Vikings will lose da- to Dallas and New England. Uh, but Dallas and New like they're both did Dallas make the playoffs last year? I didn't think no, they did. Think did they? they? Did. Or did they not last year with their quarterback issues? I don't think they did. Either way, the Patriots did. The Washington Patriots is did. and the Washington is not a good team. I mean, their defense has some players on it, and they're. I mean, it depends. I guess it depends how you feel about Carson Wentz. If you think he can be better than Taylor Heineke, which is probably yes, but still, how much better? Not much. Washington so, was a playoff team last year. Or was no. that the year before? I think that was the year before. Okay. Now you're starting to. Now you're scaring me though. <laughs> Get you thinking. Okay. Week 14 at Detroit. I will say formidable. Detroit formidable? Yeah. Okay. 
I have a little, it's a little bit of an upset there. Vikings will probably be favored, but the Vikings have a history of just having a letdown against the Detroit Lions. And that will be a letdown game after winning three in a row. See, I have that as a favorable and I have them winning. Okay. Again, lines are pesky, but they're not that pesky. That's sure. So we are both eight and five heading into the Indianapolis mm-hmm. Colts game. We did not look at each other's schedules beforehand. Um, I nope. can guarantee you that because I am off the cuff throughout this entire schedule. Um, week 15 against the Indianapolis Colts, time to be determined, televisioned to be determined there as well. I will say favorable at home versus the yep. Colts. I have 50-50, but as they win. Because mm-hmm. I think Matt Ryan will make the Colts at least relevant. They'll be in the mix. They'll be in the hunt. Um they have some decent weapons. Jonathan Taylor, you have to pay attention to him all at all times. But it's still Matt Ryan, and it's week 15. He's another year older. They're going to be a 500-ish team, so Vikings should handle that one. Okay, so going into New York, we are both 9-5. and five. I will say favorable in week 16 at home against the Giants. Yep, not much to say there. The Giants yeah. could be a little better this year, but back to our quarterback theory, it's Daniel Jones, maybe. Tyrod Taylor, going- probably by that point. <laughs> right. This is kind of Daniel Jones' last straw, so we'll see if he makes it the whole year. I wouldn't be surprised if they are in tank mode at that point, hoping to get one of these quarterbacks in next year's elite quarterback draft. Yeah. Tank mode, they'll probably leave Daniel Jones in the game. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, Tyrod would be an improvement, so yeah. yeah. All right, week 17 at Green Bay. You said 50-50 in week one. I will say formidable. In week 17, I said favorable in week one. Uh, so I will say a split with the Green Bay Packers. Vikings are, um, what were we going into that game? We were both nine and five. So I will say nine, yeah. nine and six then. Nine and six. Right? No, well, we're well, missing we, something. We missed we must, one. We must have been 10 one, and five two. going into that game because this schedule, <laughs> these, these 17 games are just completely throwing me off. I will yes, say. 10 and five. 10 and 5. Yep. Okay. So 10 and 5 entering Green Bay. Yep. So I'll say 10, 10 and, and six, 6 after Green Bay. Yep. Yeah, I agree. There's not much to say, but I think the fears from week 1 were rookie receivers and you know, all these changes. I think by week 17 they have it figured out. I would assume Green Bay at Lambeau would take care of Minnesota. Okay. So we're both 10 and 6 entering week 18 at Chicago. Big question mark game. The Vikings always struggle in Soldier Field, I will say favorable. I have it as favorable. However, however, the Chicago factor makes it almost. <laughs> Are you going to change your mind? Almost 50 50 slash almost formidable because yeah. like, you never <laughs> win there. And then you, you know, if we're 10 and 6, you know, if we're 10 and 6, that 10 7 might not get you a playoff spot. <laughs> and the Bears, the Bears are going to be playing for absolutely nothing, and they're going to trot out some, you know, practice squad guys, and it's going to be the fourth quarter, and it's going to be thirteen to ten. The Bears are winning, and Kirk <laughs> Cousins has a minute and fifty-two seconds to get us into field goal range. You know, that's what's going to be. Do you think yeah. you can make that drive or not? You know, I we got the tape, so if this happens, we will. <laughs> we'll play it back play it back. And if it doesn't happen, we'll play it back too. And uh, we'll talk about how wrong you were. Um, but 
I probably agree with that take. I can't disagree with that take because of the likelihood of the Minnesota Vikings. But I think this season is different. Like I said at the beginning of our schedule predicting, this is a different regime. Kevin Mm O'Connell, I believe in KOC. I believe in Kwesi. I believe in Kirk Cousins this year. I think for the first time in Kirk Cousins' career, he is an MVP top three candidate this season. Wow. And you only have him going 11 and six with an MVP caliber season. <laughs> that sounds a little risque. That sounds a little yeah. formidable, if you ask me. So, sounds like some of those 50 50 games should be favorable if he's going to be playing at an MVP level. <laughs> well, he's going to have such an MVP season, and the Vikings are going to do better than the record that I anticipate. You're right. I mean, his part of it is you just kind of play the middle and say, what do you think is the most likely? And for a lot of teams, 500 is. More likely. That's why I end up at, I end up at 10, seven, you know, flirting with the playoff spot, but there's certainly a case to be made that they could end up at a 12 and five or certainly a case to be made. They could end up at eight, and nine, you know, or 16 and one. So, well, with the loss of the Washington commanders, <laughs> Carson Wentz just sending the dagger through Minnesota's heart. Oh, can you imagine eight? No, well, it takes off the pressure. Carson Wentz would actually be doing us a favor because it takes off the pressure of having a perfect season. True. Yeah. I mean, then, could you imagine being 17-0 and 0, entering the playoffs with a bye week? No. <laughs> I, can't, I can't either, but the amount of pressure that both ends of the field that would feel. What? <laughs> the, the amount of pressure that both the offense and defense would feel. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, over my words a little bit there. If we got to 16 and 0, though, there's a 0% chance we would win at Chicago at that point. That would just become an instant loss. Mm. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. Try out the backups, bring them in. So 10 and 7, 11 and 6. Mm-hmm. Very similar records. I think you even wanted to go 11 and 6 at the end there, but uh, you didn't want to have the same record. So you sliced and diced and made it a 10 and 7. I went back. I mean, like I said, the Chicago game just is always unpredictable. Yeah. All right. Jake's takes Minnesota Tim. We are back and we want to be weekly on the Minnesota Tim podcast. Thank you for listening. Follow Jacob on Twitter at JJ underscore Wando. He is a sand volleyball court two time mm-hmm. champion, defeated Melissa job photography, Shelby Jade photography. Just smearing the competition, making Mm -hmm. other teams' photographs blurry. That's how good they are. All right, Mm -hmm. Jacob, thank you for taking time to join the pod today, and I'm excited for what we can do this season. I'm very excited. I cannot wait, and uh, I look forward to it. Yes. Or not. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.